0: Inside the cave. Welcome back.
1: Welcome back. Welcome
2: back. Inside the cave.
0: Inside the cave. Inside the cave.
3: Inside the cave. Welcome back. Inside the
2: cave. Inside the cave. Inside the cave. I put the John show, Liz. Yeah. It's tight though. I like this thing. Inside the cave. This song is great.
3: Who said this? on the number one show, Inside the
4: cave. It gave me a real zap in the gap. We're not about
0: to play with all oh, that funny. Inside the Cave.
2: How does cat make her put it? I don't, I don't know if y'all want me to tell that story
0: completely. Mike, you guys got to pull cool out with that shit. What comes up with this stuff?
2: Inside the Cave. Thank y'all
0: for being
2: an amazing outlet a lot of people need that. Gang bangers. Turn around and interviewing you for having the best podcast in the nation.
4: don't want to be down with you bitch
2: ass niggas anyway.
1: David,
3: this show is so <laughs> Inside the Cave. Welcome back inside the cave, thecavepodcast.com. Facebook, like us, SoundCloud, follow us, and subscribe to us on iTunes. I am CB at I'm the Real CB, and next to me always is the most important person on God's universe. On the eighth day, God created Joe Dirt. He did a damn good
4: job
3: at it, too. I thought so, too. Also, with us is the country rap tune, Big Dog. What's up with it, man? Hey man, everybody likes that country rap tune. Man, you're doing a good job. Just want to let you know you're doing a, a very well job, brother.
4: I wish I could say the same about you.
3: Velly <laughs> <laughs> Vell. Vel. He no he no longer does frugal tips anymore. He's just Velly Vell, the wrap up guy.
4: What up, people?
3: And Mr.
4: wait, what himself? Wait, what?
3: The kittens are here. The kittens are here, as well as their owner Kat is here. What's up, Kat? What's
0: up, guys?
3: All right. Hey, we got a great show. We got a great show. uh, But we got um, porn star, adult entertainer Sarah J calling in today. Sarah J, if you guys don't know who that is, you got a little bit of time to Google her. She is a thick, beautiful uh, white girl who likes black penises. as well as white penises and everything else. She's a beautiful, big breasted, blonde, uh, velly. Am I missing anything? How, is, how would you describe Sarah J? Uh,
4: she is orally talented.
3: Yeah, yeah, very well. You
4: know, we're not using cuss words today or something?
3: Well, you know, we, we, all did, we all did get out of grade school, so I'm sure we can use, uh, better words than cuss words, right? I don't know, only
4: take you to look them words
3: up. All right. So Sarah so Jay,
4: how are we going to listen to the uh, Country Rap Tone then? <laughs> yeah, I don't know.
3: So that's right, we got beautiful Sarah J, porn star. She told me I can call her a porn star. So she's not just an adult entertainer, she's a porn star. Sarah J, Hey, it's actually a great interview because I, I actually learned a lot. I didn't get a chance to be a jackass because nobody else showed up until the very end. So, uh, It's actually a pretty good interview. I actually learned a lot. People are actually going to learn something from the beautiful Sarah J. She's in comedy as well. So uh, it's going to be a pretty good interview. And look who just showed up. The international lover. All right. And also, big major announcement. Uh, You guys already know about the kittens. It's It's not that type of announcement. But July 7th through the 10th, your boys from Inside the Cave, we will be doing Exotica that's right we will be in exotica in chicago it's
4: the 8th through the 10th
3: july 8th through the 10th yeah. okay thank you joe it's a tough job but somebody has to do it so why not us i mean i don't know why Veli. not us i don't know valley are you gonna be able to do this i mean this this job kind of sucks sometimes but we gotta put our big boy pants on and do it are you gonna be able to handle that kind of job i don't know
4: yeah i know that's probably you know it'd probably be one of our worst interviews but i mean we'll make it work
3: you yeah know? yeah we gotta you say,
4: you say put your big boy drawers on put your joe put your big boy condom
3: on yeah we'll have to we have to do stuff like interview half-naked women i mean oh god why why us why do we have why to do us? stuff like around the place. and cat <laughs> and cat you'll be able to talk to um some men there too
4: we gotta have Cat there because Cat gonna attract the women Remember we already said the last long
3: live show Yeah, yeah, Cat <laughs> will be there Cat will be there too So if you guys don't want to see any half-naked women You can always come by just to see Cat Pay $25 to see Cat How it's does That sound good, Cat?
0: Totally
3: worth it Alright, cool uh, oh, Okay, let's get this started Let's get the show started with uh, CB's Quote of the Week Now, Veli, I need your help on this. I'm kind of pissed off, and I know you know stuff just like I know it. This week's quote of the week comes from Bernie Mac. He said this on, uh, uh, what is that? The Kings of Comedy. And the quote is exactly, shut what they call the fuck up. Now, I'm not going to use the F word so much. I'm only going to use it three more times. I'm going to replace it with hell. But the quote is shut what they call the fuck up. The reason why that's my quote is I am so sick of people who are not in relationships, who are not married, who have who who can't even get a text back from their man, their woman or whatever they're dating to give people. Feedback on their relationship. Who are you people? Who are you to say that Beyonce should leave Jay-Z because he cheated on her? Who are you to say that Ray, Rice, Ray Rice's wife should leave him because he beat her? Who are you? Who are these people? Shut the fuck up. You don't have the right to talk about people that you don't know. If you're not in a relationship, you can't say nothing. You don't know what it takes to be in a relationship. You don't know what it takes to be married. You don't understand none of that. So if you're not married, if you're not in a relationship, shut what they call the fuck up. You can't talk about that. That is my quote of the week. Now, Veli, how you feel about that, brother?
4: I think you're absolutely right.
3: I Sick mean, of it, man.
4: Beyonce done did this shit numerous amounts of times, and you got these women who want to make as if the song is about her, but you don't even got a man.
3: You don't even have a man, and she going back home to her man, and it's not just only that.
4: only song that these women can refer to is all my single ladies.
3: That's right, and it's not just Beyonce. and you know what let me let me break it down because i'm fair and balanced you men just because you might have got lucky one day and slept with a married woman if she decides she wants to go back to her husband you don't have that don't that don't give you the right to go back out and dog her and talk about her and stuff like that You you knew the rules of the game she went back to her husband all right? Stop being be happy. Yeah. Like I'm tired of these guys <laughs> going on social media talking about this person needs to do this, this person needs to do that. Who are you people? Who are you people to judge what other people do? Stay in your lane. In yeah. the words of Bernie Mac, shut what they call the fuck up. Oh my god. You absolutely right, brother.
4: And you know what? I actually had a a, a female friend of mine who happens to be married and she told me that she you know kind of stepped out a little bit
3: yeah. and not that there's anything wrong with feelings. that
4: Do call feelings he called feelings and he blew up the spot and sent emails and social media messages what kind of men do stuff like that I'm
3: a whole ass shit. men don't do stuff like that
4: <laughs> he's men. a bitch ass nigga
3: men don't do stuff like that now big dog I mean, big I dog was... you used to be a former pimp how do you feel about that
4: I mean misery love company bro
3: yeah, but that don't make it right
4: We're not talking about it being right Gee. We're talking about a motherfucker that's miserable They don't want to see nobody else happen right.
3: <laughs> But men shouldn't be doing that Cat, how you feel about these sorry ass men Doing that
0: I mean I think it's unfortunate Both men and we we have a, a terrible habit of, of trying to find what's wrong versus what's right in a lot of situations. We don't congratulate happily married people for some reason. Where do where do happily married or happily happy people in relationships, where do they get some love? Like, where do they go to get support? Or, you know, I don't know. I feel like um, we tend to want to talk down because we can relate to down. We can't relate to up all the time.
4: I can go to the Swingers Club to get some
3: love. Speaking of the Swingers Club, <laughs> International D, how do you feel about uh my quote of the week, brother?
2: I think that uh, that these guys right here, you
4: know, they like as hell to- now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Total change from last week. Come on,
3: man. Let leave D alone. Let D, I wanna get I, hurry I begin. might want to
2: leave D alone considering what time it is.
3: Go ahead, D. Go ahead
2: like I was saying so <laughs> oh, I don't give
3: the, the credit of calling them men if they acting
2: like that right so you know I
3: it, don't know it just it, just cause you get lucky and sleep with a married man or a married woman that doesn't give you the right to criticize them uh, the, the, who are these people that's all I'm saying I just can't get over it. but that's my quote yeah, of the week man that's my quote of the week man and uh if you, tell me you got, how you guys feel about that we got a good show Question of the day is going to be a good one, Cat's Corner, and also, uh, oh shit, yeah, we got the Ugo of the Week as well. All right, let's get this started with Kill Yourself and Start Over.
1: The first segment,
3: the A Block, Kill Yourself and Start Over on Inside the Cave. <sighs> Who hey, you? check this out, CB. All right. Y'all know how I feel about this title, of this uh, segment, right? Yes, we know how you feel.
4: But this is one week I may have to make an exception all
3: right that's good
4: George Zimmerman
3: man he took the words right out of my mouth
4: kill yourself and start the fuck over.
3: so you heard about that tell us what you heard big dog
4: George Zimmerman wanna auction off the guns that he killed Trayvon Martin
3: with yeah and he's actually and he's opening doing
4: he's up the bid at 5,000
3: yep people but are bidding he,
4: nobody bidded on it so then he ended up uh taking it off taking it out the option but his quote was "It's a part of american
3: history he means that (laughs) yeah see see now you understand big dog why we have this segment it's not for it's not for the teenage girl or the teenage boy that just got broke up by the girlfriend or boyfriend it's for pricks like george zimmerman that's why we're keeping this segment man People like him need to kill themselves and start over. And start over as a tree. I want you to start over as a sequoia tree in San Diego. Do they make sequoia trees in San Diego? If they do, that's what he needs to start over as. And just you live. He's
4: one of them guys that can just disappear. I don't think he'll be
3: missed. Oh my God. And it, you know it's bad now when the people at Fox News are even complaining about him. You know what I mean? They supported him at first. Now they're even complaining about him. Who you, you know got?
4: You need to start over as some bird shit. <laughs> you took the words out of my
3: mouth <laughs> Alright who you got Veli
4: Slapping uh, <laughs> at joke. You know it on another serious note uh, I don't know if y'all heard About the incident uh, That happened in Chicago On the south side Uh Where this guy killed his girlfriend Her friend and her father Anybody heard about that
3: No, I ain't heard that one man
4: Uh, 30 years old Inglewood Neighborhood um, Basically held them Hostage in a house He killed his girlfriend Shot in the head He shot her best friend She later died The father tried to run And he shot the father Um, He ended up Leaving the scene He went to a house On the 103rd uh, Basically barricaded himself in the house They had the whole SWAT team and all that shit Outside you know Waiting for him uh, finally, after five hours, uh, police weren't in there, and um, he literally shot himself. Uh, he killed himself, but he won't be starting over. Yeah. So, congratulations to him for uh, pulling that move to kill himself. But it's a shame he had to take out three innocent people
3: yeah. before he did that. Damn shame. But on behalf of Inside the Cave, see you guys are the reason why you're keeping up, keeping this segment you know big dog has a good point a lot of people have said i think we're gonna get into that later on that we should follow the dog but now we are giving you reasons why we're gonna keep this segment as kill yourself and start over who you got joe
4: uh i ain't got nobody
3: today man you ain't got nobody yeah,
4: all, right.
3: all right that's cool who you got international sure
4: there, huh i'm pretty sure
3: there's plenty of people out
2: there that need to kill don't yourself.
3: worry i got a couple of them for you who you got in international d
2: I got the management inside the cave. that can kill. They should dog. <laughs> reset and start over. Be <laughs> yeah, reset and start over with this fucking time.
3: All right, no problem, D. We get. We gonna. We gonna take care of you. Who you got, Kat?
0: Uh, I don't have anyone, and I'm really glad that Joe uh, went ahead and said he didn't have someone he just used to, speak to Someone. To have to reset, kill themselves We all
1: gotta, you know, all of
3: our Mistakes bring us to the present Uh, all right. well I got someone Uh, First of all, uh, everybody Who's having sex in Atlanta And uh, spreading HIV You guys kill yourself and start over And also uh, The other, other day, I forgot to tell you guys About this, the other week A Mark tried to sell me A fucking Beyonce CD And DVD brother let me tell you something I don't even have a CD or DVD player I don't even know and he, and he, then he had the nerd to charge me try to charge me 3 for 25 he had the Drake CD the Beyonce CD and then the DVD and I said where the hell am I supposed to use this at I don't even have a fucking CD player I don't have a fuck my How doesn't have a CD player I don't even know how to even fucking use a CD or DVD player. So everybody who's selling bootleg CDs and DVDs, you guys kill yourself and start over. What, what, come on, man. We're in 2016. Who still sells CDs? Best Buy don't even sell CDs no more. Do Best Buy still sell CDs? Yeah, they do. Well, I ain't seen one. Jeez. It's hard out here for the
4: bootleg, man. Uh-
3: Yeah. All right, man. So that that's it. That's it, like that. Let's get into this. All right, let's go. Uh, Emails and complaints with cousin Lamar.
4: Emails and complaints. Emails and complaints with cousin Lamar.
1: On inside the cave.
3: But Lamar's not here. So what you got, cat?
0: All right. First, we have Kenneth from Texas. He says you guys are either not good friends or the best friends ever. Wow, I thought me and my buddies were hard on each other And y'all take jokes to another level Kat, we are thinking about starting our own podcast And if you're tired of being harassed <laughs> We would love to have you on our show
3: Hey, uh, Kenneth, Kenneth, how about this, Kenneth You go kill yourself and start over, alright Cat <laughs> ain't going nowhere Good All right.
4: Being hard on each other hey, you take that gay shit somewhere else Yeah <laughs>
3: and matter of fact Kenneth go listen to another and we do want to hear your fucking podcast anyway Bam, CB that's how you feel <laughs> fuck <outta here>. <laughs> 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 out of here you don't take our girl we own cat hey,
4: you're not about to take the breast part you're not about to take the <laughs> breast part
0: of our show buddy yes right <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn the right. breast
0: part my god okay um Kenneth thanks boo for the for the the, the job though I like that they're out there they're, they're looking so
4: you don't put it
0: yeah. <laughs> um, Jason from SoundCloud He says I am a new listener of you guys Saw you on Facebook As you can tell from my profile I am white and I have mixed feelings About some of your topics and, op- and opinions The one thing we do agree on is Fox News does have the best looking news anchors on TV Check out tvguy.com they do a whole article on the sexiest news anchors, and Fox News has nine of the top twenty-three. I listen to podcasts frequently, so I will be checking on you guys, checking you guys out again. So that's Jason from SoundCloud. What do you guys think?
3: Yeah, shout out to Jason. I just saw him uh, follow us on uh, SoundCloud or something like that. He's pretty cool. So shout out to Jason. Keep on listening, brother i not no more damn
4: emails about some damn Fox News, man. But well, he's right, though. <laughs> I, s-
3: I looked at that article, man. Fox, Fox News. We Fox News. We well, Fox, the cave. Fox News does have the best looking news I anchor. We the cave. I'm just telling you the facts, brother. Don't, we, hey, you I report. Okay, all right. He did, man. He said he liked it, man. <laughs> no, he,
4: did. he said he, he, he kind of like
3: it. <laughs> he said he's going to keep listening, man.
0: uh Dakota from SoundCloud? Uh, she says uh, Just heard the Erica How do you pronounce this? Orderica? Is that how you say it?
3: That is right uh-huh.
0: uh, Very funny stuff I listened to the podcast all day And now I will be listening To Inside the Cave Yay Dakota
3: Cool 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 What's funny about
0: that interview? Very, th- It's very funny to Dakota
3: I don't know that was so long ago I can't remember Yeah
4: that was uh, so
0: was-
4: only thing I remember is I told her her measurements were like a gray locker combination.
3: And I think that was the first time we started doing uh heels on or heels off, hair up or hair down, thongs or boy shorts, or whatever we do. You know how we do it. What else? Sexual
4: harassment or flirting?
3: Yeah. <laughs> what else you got, Cat?
0: Trisha from Facebook says, "How you got the sad music playing during International D segment? <laughs> Lmao. #Hashtag Light Power, but no, I agree with D. Black people need to just get along. Black is beautiful."
3: Mm-hmm. Shout out to Trisha. She's one of our special listeners. Ain't that right? Who said that?
0: Um, why do you? Why did you play the sad music behind him though?
3: Because he sounded like a.
4: <laughs> Don't, Don't say it. This is perfect. That
1: was the
3: best. That was the.
4: That was the best part of the show. That shit was funny as hell. Man, very D, funny.
1: These and sounded, then
4: Kat came in and gave the nigga some uh, a, a napkin, a handkerchief to wipe his face.
3: These sounded like a fucking sixteen-year-old girl that's that plays on Saved by the Bell. <laughs> <laughs> We play
4: Crimea River. Right. Hey, you know what you should have played? You should have played Everybody Hates Chris in the background.
3: The old Kelly <laughs> Kapowski face ass. What else you got, Kat?
0: Carol from Indiana. She says, I agree with the gentleman who said change the segment to reset and start over. Kill yourself is funny, but offensive. Right.
3: Hey,
4: one thing about it, it will be reset and start over every week,
3: yeah. except this week. <laughs> yeah, okay. We'll see about that. <laughs> I
4: know we will. boy. boy.
3: No. <laughs> oh,
4: hey, you, you said they should do like uh Shaq and Charles Barkley, Joe. Yeah, not y'all fight? Why not y'all do like a uh a three-sport thing for play some basketball, race each other? Dog and see uh, fight for charity. I just want to box.
3: <laughs> dog a, dog a lose that? Why y'all wanna see dog lose like that? You want a box? No, no, no. We see, he said basketball. I said box. I ain't say box. A box of macaroni <laughs> yeah. had dog <a> <laughs> no, I ain't boxing box right. his out <laughs> <laughs> Hey what else you got Kat
0: uh, Last but not least And I'm so glad I kind of pre-read it It's from <clears throat> T-Rock From the west side listening on iTunes What's up T-Rock He says uh, Every light skin chick I fucked with Was a stuck up bitch Damn. Every dark skin bitch I fucked with Had some good pussy but had an odor Light-skinned chicks do that good pussy, but don't give as good head as dark-skinned chicks. I'm telling y'all this to say that we are all different. Light skin versus dark skin is real. White men prefer redheads over blondes, or some like blondes over brunettes. All racists do it, so why can't we? I fuck with y'all show though.
3: Yeah, what's his, what's that kid's name? T-Rock. Yeah, thanks T-Rock. T-Rock. That
0: was-
3: That's the best feedback we got. Now, 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 what do you guys think about him saying dark-skinned girls got odors? I kind of take offense to that. (laughs) Why is that? I I don't think it's true.
4: Nah, I don't. (laughs) It ain't ain't got shit to do with it. Ain't got shit to do with skin color. It's all about the damn color that that bath water you running. If you sit your ass in the tub and you get out And that shit gray black, your ass is dusty. Ugh.
0: I mean, he said light skin chicks do not wait. They have good pussy, but they don't give as good a head as dark skin chicks. Okay. Yeah, put
4: a red flag on that one. I'm gonna reset and start over. can no. Hey dog, hey dog. I'm gonna have to get him the challenge flag on that one because I mean, you know, from my from my past years of research, research, and uh, a long, long, long time ago, and after watching uh, Maury Povich. I would say that That was a lie
3: Really
0: <laughs> Yeah I don't I don't agree with that Not to say that You know Right or wrong I, I don't agree with that though
4: But T-Rock mean, T-Rock is mean. from out west Now I am from out west So I mean I understand You do got some dusty ones Out there T-Rock So I understand Where you coming from brother
3: yeah, Alright Shout out to T-Rock Thanks for listening to T-Rock We need more people Like you to listen that was emails and complaints from cousin Lamar substituting.
4: Stop messing
3: with them chicks from out west, Joe. Nah, nah, wait. Then,
4: a minute. Dude, now dude, wait stop a minute. hitting them after y'all had a chicken or perch dinner from off Madison.
3: No, oh, come on, man. Y'all got to stop. Leave the chicks from out I'm west. We- I'm from the
0: west side, y'all. Relax.
3: Right, right. All right, all right. Uh, Here we go. Let's get into this. This is the question of the day. Now don't forget we got uh, the beautiful Sarah J Coming up and the dirt sheets But this is the question of the day The question
0: of the day now,
3: now we all know on this show We do not condone hitting women At all Under no circumstances are you supposed to put your hands On a woman Am I right Kat? You
0: can choke the shit out of her um, like Chris Rock did. I was gonna say, But we will pinch the shit out of her, the fat on the back of her arm Okay
3: though. that's okay Well I'm glad you guys said that Now for the most part I thought we all agreed that we don't condone hidden women, but I guess this is going to change the way I ask this question. Now, let's just say you're at an event with your woman, and then all of a sudden you go take a leak, and you come out from the bathroom, and another woman is beating the holy hell out of your woman. One-on-one. She ain't getting jumped. She getting her ass beat beat the fuck up i'm talking about just beat down now i know everybody in here would take the other woman off of your woman but would you give her at least a two-piece and a biscuit to the face
0: it depends on who your woman is if she an instigator and a shit starter and you know it and you know like you know she fly off the handle then you might know she would have a hand in being responsible with this altercation if you know your lady you know isn't that type of you know individual star fights or to be in a fight you know then you then you know you you might have to you know hit a couple of times in the face to relax because that's the person you're with the person you're with probably didn't start it so
3: okay all right Aveli what you think
0: um uh,
4: knowing my lady I know she can handle herself
3: but she's not but, at this time Think about it Your lady is getting Beat the fuck down
4: Well I, I mean I mean obviously I ain't just gonna run up And, and, and steal on a chick But I will give a Hella fast uh, Low key elbow To try to push up Off of it mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> Alright Joe Dirt
4: you look Like anything I might ask her What you doing later <laughs> hey, That shit just Turn me on What you on <laughs> Damn <laughs> Just like that Wow Oh man, I snatched her up off. I ain't gonna lie, I snatch her up off I ain't gonna stand there and watch my girl get her ass whooped. Yeah,
3: I know you'll snatch her off, but you just your your girl is a bloody mess because of another girl. So now would you would you feel that like yeah, you have to? You
4: know what's gonna happen if I hit her? Then I'm gonna go to jail. Exactly.
3: So, to so it's a tough it's a tough dilemma. But let's say like this: you gotta bring that woman home to your kids. Your son might ask, "What happened to mama? Uh, she got her ass whooped. What, what you do? Now you gotta explain." Why you didn't defend Mama, even though it was woman. I was another, taking the shit. Even though it was <laughs> another woman.
4: You don't hit women.
3: That's a tough one. Let me tell y'all what Lamar told me because I asked Lamar. Uh, he said, "Nah, I wouldn't hit her. Might give her a nice fucking shove. My granny taught me to never hit a woman. I might hold her down so Wifey can get some good ones in though. So then I asked him. I said, "Well, what about?" Cause he said, you know, his wife, you know, is a, do the guns real hard and shit. Now I said, well, what about your mama? And he said, if his mom's all bets are up, <laughs> all bets are off. <laughs> so let me ask you that, Velly. Mama getting beat down by another woman. What what you gonna do?
4: Um, uh, I mean, this is this pretty much still the same thing. I ain't I ain't about to.
3: Nah, know, you know, no I, I know you like better. I know you better than that. I know
4: you better than yeah, that. Yeah, but I, I'm I'm still in a position to go to jail. Whether it's my wife or my mama, it's the same thing. I'm still. Yeah, the woman, you know, on my mama. At the same time, I'm, the first thing I'm thinking about is saving my mom or my wife. And I'm thinking about respect also for whoever the woman is, because I'm not about to go straight up dummy. Now I'm about to fuck this lady up. Now she's bloodier than my mom. Now I'm about to get arrested.
3: Right Right. Right. Okay, you know well, what I mean? well Kat let me ask you this Kat. you that's
4: my mama I'm picking that bitch up by her neck <laughs> I'm going to get her off of her Right You're going to do everything as aggressive as hell Without basically hitting up with your fist If it's an aggressive foot a, Aggressive put, pick up The body slam ass and get off You're going to do that And when I put her down she's going to be up against the wall right?
3: Okay now Kat Yo, you out with your man, you get your ass whooped by another woman, one on one. What do you expect your man to do?
0: Um. Oh, see, being like this is such a difficult fucking question because obviously, like he's not expected to do a damn thing if this is a fight I'm in. Like obviously, I put myself in it or I'm participating in it, so I'm I i do not I mean, I, I expect him to hold my shoes and my purse, and don't let nobody steal my shit while I'm fighting
3: No, I'm you getting beat down. This ain't no fight. You getting beat down. You getting your ass whooped. This ain't no fight. You getting beat down. If it's a I mean, fight, it that's. Not-
1: <laughs>
0: <Okay>. <laughs> oh man, one one. Like, expect- like I don't understand, TV. like if I'm getting beat down, then you know, I I I'm not. I'm not going to ask him to forget what his mama told him about hitting women and come over right. and like fight the lady for me.
4: Hey CB I'm gonna look at it and say Damn what you do to the bitch
0: <laughs> uh, Did you at least teach the bitch Like I, I completely Understand your questioning but If you, I'm getting my ass whooped Then he's either used to it or Completely surprised That this shit is happening in the first place
4: You always start some shit out here I go take a piss I come back you getting your ass whooped Again god damn back your own popcorn mm,
3: Alright well I, I don't know man <laughs> But you know
4: what, C B on the flip side, if if you know your girl in the bathroom and she come out of you getting beat up by a dude, she gonna hit the guy. Oh, now, she gonna the jump in. Is, is the guy gonna hit her
3: back? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Your girl gonna jump in if she exactly. if she if she loves you. You know what I'm saying? Now she gonna jump in. I this is an interesting question. I, I, I look at I know my lady, I gotta I got I gotta hit the bitch. You know what I'm saying? If my if my lady had gotten to something, I gotta hit the bitch. I just gotta go do that time man For real I got to For my lady I got to But you own.
4: know Like Cuz said though And I mean I know we, we related and shit But I'm damn sure Gonna pick her off of her But when I put ass on the floor I'm gonna hold ass down Or something Basically where well, I ain't Punching her But my lady can If she can goddamn Stand up after the ass whooping How you making it sound
3: I'm thinking I'm thinking my natural reaction Is to come in there And just start swinging I think that's gonna be my natural reaction. If I don't pick up something and start hitting the motherfucker. You know I mean? just
4: walk in there and take your shirt off.
3: <laughs> the
4: other girl gonna get up, start laughing, run.
3: All right. I thought it was in I just thought it was an interesting question. All right, let's get that was the question of the day. You can feel free to email us inside the cave podcast at gmail.com with your opinions on our question of the day. If your woman is getting beat down, what do you do as a man? And if you're a woman, what do you expect your man to do? You heard our opinions. You Tell us what you think. Tweet us. Facebook us. Send us a message any kind of way you want to. All right, let's get into this Cat's Corner.
0: It is now time for Cat's Corner on Inside the Cave
3: because we got sarah j coming up we only got a few of them this week cats so let me go get right into it i'm gonna have to read the emails because cousin lamar is not here today if you got questions concerns anything relationship problems anything you got on your mind something ain't right at home you just want somebody to give you some input you can email us inside the cave podcast at gmail.com or you can tweet us if you want DM us follow us or whatever like that send us a message we'll get it to Kat and we'll, she'll give you her response as the rest of us will give us your our response too here we go Kat uh, this is from Lindsay. so my boyfriend gave me his phone to use and I saw a Facebook message from a while ago from a blocked person saying baby baby and him sweet talking them I immediately flipped out because like we were dating at the time and started asking him about it and i i was crying really hard because i assumed he was cheating on me he he said that there's nothing going on what should i do should i trust him or should i just move on
0: I am Lindsay. first of all thank you for writing i think that it is important that we be real with ourselves if you feel if you have a question regarding something you have seen uh don't be guilty of and i'm guilty of it a lot too holding it for like in for, for, for information like ransom or something like women will hold a, some information or a question that we have about something until now we have 55 questions and when we argue with the guy instead of being focused on what the argument is about we bring up all those other questions we had from you know months ago that we wanted no to way. know So I hope that you be honest and say, you know, the other day or the last time I used your phone, you were talking to a chick. What's going on? Um, Because number one. If you feel something, it's probably something. Like, don't knock your intuition. If you if you feel like something's going on, then it probably is. But you don't have to jump to conclusions. You can ask him, and his response, his answer will give you well, you know, the 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 steps to move forward. He'll either make you feel so silly for feeling that way. He'll reassure you of his love for you and that he really is not interested, and will do and say anything that he can to make you feel more comfortable. Or he'll say something to further your Suspicions. So I think it's best that you be honest, say how you feel, and listen to his response. He'll tell you what you need to do after that.
3: My God, what were you going through his phone for? Jeez, Lindsay. i stop you no assuming, bitty. Lindsay.
4: when you assume you make an ass out of you and him.
3: That's right. Quote Mr. Ass. Michelson. That's right. Next time yeah. when someone gives you their phone, you just make a phone call and that's it. Don't be going oh, through their under- phone
0: so sorry to like burst a bubble boo but you can't give a woman any kind of uh, information book you can't give us a book, a phone a diary, a journal we just have an innate way of going through it when we get it we want to see what's going on Um, a lot of times we feel that way because guys aren't very upfront about things so if she didn't have any question or inkling in the first place she wouldn't have searched further
4: she was gonna
3: search anyway And she got what she was looking for Yep When you looking for something you'll find it Alright this is from Angel I I can She says like this cat I can never be in a relationship I am too neurotic and I'm too passive At the same time I have no idea what neurotic And passive is But she says she's been married for 3 years now <laughs> And I, now I'm seeing the real him He's more in love with his hobbies and doesn't realize how emotional I am and doesn't take care of me. I am ready to leave. This is from Angel.
0: Okay, well Angel, you started out the letter being so honest and that's great. You're you're neurotic and you're passive. Can
3: you tell us These what neurotic are- and passive mean? I have no idea what that means.
0: Well, to so kind of like dumb it down. Being neurotic is kind of uh, seeing something and, and taking it further. So having a situation or uh, thinking something and it taking off, you know, instead of thinking something simple like, oh, his keys are on the table. She may take it further than, oh, his keys are on the table. That's probably because he, you know, left work early. Oh, he might be doing something else so neurotic is kind of taking an instance and and blowing it up a little bit bigger than it really kind of needs to be and then being passive is being very um quick to settle on what uh what everybody else is thinking versus what you really feel or standing up for yourself not standing up for yourself versus kind of just going along with the group because majority rules so with both of those being said it sounds like you're being exactly both of those when it comes to your husband we forget i guess and 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 i don't know what happens when people get married but i think they forget What a great gift it is to have a life partner. I think we get wrapped up in what our partner should be doing or should be saying or the way it should be versus just being pretty content with the fact that somebody decided they wanted to be your partner. And if he's chosen to be your partner, even with your neuroses, even with your, you know, uh, being passive, uh, I feel like any complaint you have about him should always start with, is it me or is it him? Because I don't want you to accuse him, or, and and, and this is for anybody don't accuse your mate based on your deficiency. So if you are, uh, you know, um, a person who has trust issues, don't always think somebody is lying to you. Do you understand? So I think she should be easy. And again, remember, this is your husband. So whatever issues you have, if you feel like he's if he loves his hobbies more than you, then you can definitely talk to him about it. And if you guys got to know each other beforehand, he kind of knows that. You know, being neurotic kind of makes you feel like, so you like your sports, so you like your hobbies more than me. When really that may not be the case at all, you just may feel that way. And if you explain it to him and tell him, like, this is how I feel, you guys may be able to work it out and come up with some kind of way to deal with issues like that as they arise. But I think you should relax and just talk to your guy.
3: Huh, I Ooh. think, well, go ahead, Billy.
0: I just,
4: nothing. I was taking a deep breath for a uh, cat shit.
3: I, yeah, I got a handicap. You're pretty good at this thing, but I think once somebody says that you're neurotic and you know, whatever, whatever else you said, uh, go get some help. That's what you need to do. Go get some help. Go, go fix yourself. Go fix yourself up first, and then worry about him. Like you just said, CB, do you, go ahead. CP,
4: do you enjoy your hobby more than your partner?
3: No, I enjoy my partner to death. I and, love my. And partner. by your hobby,
4: I mean interviewing porn stars. Uh,
3: <laughs> Uh, it's all work, brother. It's all in the hardest day of work, brother. That's all it is. It's just, just work. Just research, as you say. Uh, here we got a good one. This is the last one, cat. Uh, um, <laughs> check this out. Uh, this is Larry from Texas. Now, Larry says we went to Vegas uh, two years ago, and me and my buddy ran a train on a girl, and now she's and she says she has a two-year-old son. And she says one of us is the father, but not, neither one of us wants to go get the uh, paternity test. What do? What should we do, Larry from Texas?
0: <laughs> well, Larry, I think you should um, take a deep breath and go get the paternity test. I don't think that avoiding it will make it go away. Um, I think that that's so ridiculous that you are totally cool with running a train on a chick, but not cool with taking a paternity test. Like if you're, uh, to me, there you Ray go was,
3: judging our listeners again. You gotta stop that, man.
0: Uh, I, I mean, I'm sorry, but you're not gonna tell me that like I've never had a train ran on me or ran a train on anybody in my life. So are it's you not, interested in having one? Training. It's not like that's the norm and that's what everybody does in Vegas. So you that, I, I, that. I, you know that decision to do minute. that.
3: Wait a minute, how do you know that? we
0: cutting off a lot of Venice.
3: Jesus. But you, but you, you're down in our people. You don't know what goes on in Vegas. A lot of people run trains in Vegas. You can't say that. Cass. And a lot of people
0: get paternity tests in Vegas as oh, well. CB, you're proving my point that he should be able to do both with as much uh, gumption and strength as he as he you know do one as you do the other. If you're gonna have to a, a, run a train on a chick. Be totally cool. We're going to get a paternity test. The um, The situation could have been way worse. You know, she could have had something or it could have been something so much worse than just the question of paternity. And if she, you know, we don't know what it could be. It could be both. It could be neither one of you. You know, it could be one of you. It could be neither one. So we don't know. Don't be, um, I guess, fearful of that. Uh, if, you, if you're able to run a train on somebody, I think you're okay. We're going to find out if her dad is well.
3: You guys are missing. Man, the- don't be no sucker,
4: dude. If you know well look, like I said, don't be no sucker. That probably ain't your kid. If she had willing to have a train ran on her, ain't no tell her how many other dudes that ran up in. <laughs> and if all those fails. <laughs> do like one of our other co hosts said oh. ten grand a oh. clean stuff up real nice. Uh
3: <laughs> <laughs> I think you guys are missing the uh missing the point here. Uh if you I'm not saying that when you meet somebody in Vegas, you're not supposed to keep up with them. But if you run a train on somebody, you're not supposed to keep up with them, okay? Now, if you meet a if you meet a nice girl or whatever like that, you guys have a nice weekend. You keep in touch with her. But if you meet a slut and she lets you run a train on her, you're not. She's not even supposed to be able to get in contact with you anymore. That's where you not messed Larry. up, Larry. It sounds
0: like judging our listeners. She yeah, may I'm, not I'm, be. I'm, a slut. Oh, she it is a slut. No, she's a slut.
3: She's a slut. She's a slut. She's a slut. Yeah, right. you
4: stupid for giving her your information. You're not. Yeah, exactly. you know I
3: mean? You're not. You don't give a somebody you ran a train on. Uh, yeah, no. Well,
0: I just. I don't think that any man should have like an illegitimate. Well, have a question of a child out here on Earth. Like, I mean, I. I don't think it would hurt anybody. And again, I doubt it would be his anyway. But to avoid that is kind of being a punk.
3: No. So he, he was a punk by letting her be able to Get in, get back in touch with both of them you don't, you don't Exactly do that. that was dumb dude. Yeah, man. You, you, you Don't yeah, go back is to Vegas,
4: it, Vegas no more man yeah.
0: me. I'm gonna be nice And say hey honey just go find out That's it
3: Vegas ain't for everybody
0: <laughs> I mean because it's an option If he finds out it is his he can sign his rights over Like There's so many steps he can take to be rid of her For good if he really doesn't want to be a part well, of her If you find out and
4: it's yours You might as well go ahead and come off that bread
3: Larry change your information so she can stop getting in touch with you
4: that's the best advice you can get dude yeah. everybody hit them slouching machines cause so this ass about to pull some child support <laughs>
3: back child
4: support and everything
3: alright then hit reset <laughs> alright that was cat's corner a short version of cat's corner this week thanks for that cat alright we'll be we right back with more inside the cave and Sarah J inside you're on the number the one show inside the cave
4: three lead films yo this is joe dirt the host of the dirt sheets the best segment on any podcast stay tuned for another classic dirt sheet coming up matter of fact don't even waste your time just fast forward to the last 10 minutes of the show and you can hear the best person on this podcast which is me when inside
1: the cave cave crush of the week
3: welcome back inside the cave the cave i am sitting here with a beautiful woman uh we brought back the cave crush we have this thing on our show called cave crush the last time we did a cave crush interview was with r&b singer maya and i swore that i wasn't gonna do one again unless she was worth it and believe me this time she is worth it welcome to inside the cave the beautiful sarah J. how you doing
1: I'm fantastic thank you how
3: are you thanks for having me on no 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 the pleasures ours the pleasures all ours you know um first of all before I start with regular questions uh, what do you plan on doing when Donald Trump is elected
1: oh man I don't know are
3: you gonna stay in America
1: Am I going to stay in America? You know, my plan is not really to stay in America
3: anyway, so my long-term goal would be to live out the country, regardless. Nice. All right. Yeah, I ask yeah. everybody that now, you know, just like, hey, anybody thinking about this, you know? Uh, but I'm just joking with that. Uh, all right, now, <laughs> you, you, you're, uh you're unique. Now, I've read up on uh, a couple things in... I like the fact that you told me it's okay I can call you porn star or an adult ent- entertainer and everything but I read up on a couple of things now they said that white women have uh, if they do if they if they perform with black uh, actors some of them they don't, some of the uh, directors don't they frown upon that is, is that true is that a true rumor or is that
1: have
3: you heard anything like that yeah of
1: course I mean in any part of the industry, in any part of, any industry, in any part of the world, there's always going to be discrimination.
3: Yeah. But that's and not, it's, fa- you that's know, industry is no
1: different.
3: That's not affecting your business, though. Because you, I'm s- sorry? that's not affecting your business because uh, you seem no. to enjoy performing with black uh, performers. Yeah, absolutely. I mean,
1: I, I've never really thought anybody dictated. My
3: career. That's what's it, up. Just,
1: it was one of those things where from the beginning it was important to me to do things
3: that I love and I enjoy. So let's let's get deep then. What is it about? Because uh, because it's like you. One thing about your scene just seems like that you're really into it. You're really you know it's not like it's not it doesn't seem like you're acting. You know I can I I say I joke around with the other guys on the show and I say. You're probably going to give a lot of us arthritis if you know what I mean. So I'm thinking, like, what, <laughs> what, uh, what is it about black performers that you like?
1: Well, you know, for me, I, I try not to focus so much on the color. Although I've always liked, you know, all, all colors of people, and especially, you know, black culture in general. I, I was married to a black man, so I probably feel a little bit more. and uh, familiar with black people, I guess. But um, besides that, I've always really just liked people that were very, like, into sex, and they make the best performers, you know? Like, when somebody is, like, actually passionate and horny and, like, attracted to you, it makes the scene, like, so much better. So, you know, I... I found working with, you know, black guys, especially was a much easier day for me than working for working with white guys. In general, not, you know, not very because it's not always me. But then I feel like, uh, you know, maybe some I'm not necessarily every favorite, and there's always the chance that I might intimidate someone, but I feel like I probably intimidate larger performers less.
3: Uh, when you're just walking down the street on a normal day, (laughs) what kind of attention do you, I mean, do you just stop, everybody just stops to talk to you, like, how does that work?
1: Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I I try to, you know, dress down, like, if you saw me on a regular day, you'd probably think, like, why aren't you, like, why don't you look better? (laughs) But, um, I actually, you know, I don't really, I, I don't want that kind of attention that's actually actually not what I'm about um that's not why I'm in this industry that's not why I do what I do but um I do get a lot of attention whether I want it or not and I absolutely you know I know when I dress up and when I wear heels and if I'm wearing a dress or makeup on or do my hair that it attracts a lot more attention so you know I'm just very selective on how I go out where I go out who I go out with
3: yeah, cause like I mean, you're very but, curvaceous, so I'm like, it, it's like yeah. it's, it's probably hard for you to dress down. Like, how do you dress down? Like, I can't seem like no It is, like,
1: it is hard for me to dress down. I just try not to stick out <laughs> exceptionally. <you know?
3: laughs> yeah. What, what, what size? What size are those breasts? Since we're talking about them. Um, they're
1: thirty-six double D.
3: Thirty-six double D. Oh gosh! Wow. Nice, nice. So, uh, are you performing, like, outside of, you know, just videos and stuff like that?
1: Well, I've been uh, producing and directing for a little over six years. I have a Batman production company. I also have a distribution deal with Play Media. We distribute two DVDs every month, as well as my website, which I produce two scenes for every week. So, SarahJ.com members get you know, up to 18 a month in addition to
3: the DVDs that I do. What's DVD money looking like now with with the internet being as big as it is and, like, anybody can just Google Sarah J. I mean, look how the internet has affected Playboy now. So, like, what is the DVD market? Right, like? well,
1: you know what? You know how it's affected my business, actually, as a production company and as a performer? It made me be more creative on how I, you know get money on, on different income streams. It's made me be more creative with my production. It's, uh, you know, it's not just a DVD any longer. It is transcendent that so that project can be cut up and distributed digitally online numerous ways. Yeah. By clips on, you know, clips, video on demand, um, as well as just in, in its whole, in its entirety, streaming digitally. So, a DVD is not just the archaic idea of a DVD. A DVD is more than that. It's, it's transcended into the digital world as a DVD project, which can be, you know, distributed by media in any way
3: possible. Nice, nice, because, like, I, I'm, I'm doing this thing on my Mac right now, and I was telling my one of my buddies, I'm like, I don't have a DVD player anymore. Like, you know, I just, I don't even know. Like, if I want to watch it, I don't even know where to... I don't have a DVD player. I just can't believe it. Like this. You know,
1: it, it's it's interesting. A lot of DVD collectors are actually collectors just like record collectors. They want them signed, which is great for me because that means they order most DVDs from me or feed me at one of my appearances. I do a lot of feature performing at different clubs across the United States, as well as all the conventions, the Exotica conventions, and conventions. Um, in, you know, I've been to uh, those one in Barcelona, and I've been to the one in Berlin. So the fans like to come to those shows and meet me in person and have a sign of autograph on a DVD for them. So the actual physical DVD is much more of a collection piece now than it ever was.
3: Yeah, yeah, because like, that's one thing you can't like, you can't sign my phone. You know what I mean? I mean, I guess you can, but I mean, but you really can't sign my. Phone, you got it. If you got, if you're really a fan, I guess the whole DVD thing—that's yeah, pretty slick. Um, uh, here, let me ask you this: uh, You know, how many films have you done?
1: I've done somewhere near three thousand. It's hard for me to keep track because you know I've been doing this for 16 years, and I've done all kinds of media, everything from VHS tape to you know, we used to do film and magazines as well as uh, you know been to the DVD market and now of course digital file. Uh, everything's been chopped up, distributed redistributed numerous times it really makes it a challenge to keep track of how many scenes versus how many titles versus right. you know how many clips you know yeah. um, but if you figure that I've been releasing about 10 to 20 scenes a month either a couple of these
3: 10 to 20 scenes 10 to 20 scenes a month you said yeah for 16 years wow that that's so jeez that is crazy wow that that is a lot of work jeez it is
1: i work i work a lot
3: man now one of my friends uh from chicago uh tayomi i interviewed tayomi in february and she um she Mm -hmm. And she said, this no, I asked her, I said, because she, she hangs out on a lot of, you know, porn sets and stuff like that. I said, now, has there any been any temptation to jump into the porn industry? And the first thing she said was, look, if I was going to be in porn, I would just have to be with Sarah J. That's my girl. I, I would do it with her first or whatever like that. So, I mean, so like, yeah. what's your relationship with my girl, Tayomi?
1: I love Trayomi. We're very similar, like, uh, people, very kindred spirits. I love her energy and I love her brain. She is a beauty on the outside, but even more than that, she's very, very intelligent and it's such a turn on speak.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She is, um, yeah. I, I mean, I saw that whole evolution just like when she just, like, when Twitter first started, she just. You know was just tweeting stuff and i you know it just caught everybody's attention now i see her doing what she's doing now i'm like all oh, right hey, check you out all right that's cool um do you think you think you're gonna be able to convince her to get in the scene with you
1: um you know i don't even know if i want her to get into
3: a scene with me that might be something i want myself oh okay do tell all right like your honesty that's what's up (laughs) so um, 16 years geez uh is gonna be pretty hard see if you can just give me maybe a top 10 maybe five or whatever uh who's your favorite uh actors actresses to work with
1: um probably lexington steel definitely one of my favorite male performers we have very good chemistry together it's always easy, easy day when we work together and um, I would say the same about Ava. We're we're really good friends and very similar girls, and we we get along really well. So it's always
3: a really fun time. Okay, what was that name again?
1: Ava Divine and Lexington Steel.
3: Where, where are you from?
1: I'm originally from Cincinnati, Ohio, but I've lived all across the United States.
3: Cincinnati, Ohio. Wow. That My co-host, Cousin Lamar, is from Cincinnati. Oh, well, he's not from, but he lives in Cincinnati, Ohio. All right, look, what, what kind of girl were you uh, growing up? You know, uh, I always wonder that, like, when I, like, was there any high school girls that I might have went to school with that might have got into porn that I didn't, like, wow, I never saw that coming. Like, it, could someone that you might have grew up with saw this coming? Mm,
1: yes and no. I mean, I was always very comfortable sexually and, like, very comfortable with my body. Um, But I was always a little bit awkward in a tomboy, so it's not like I I realized, you know, the power of my body. Um, So I feel like some people could realize it because doing something like porn would not be a big deal to me. But I also feel like maybe somebody might not realize it because... I was slightly, like, awkward and maybe just not really... Mine wasn't necessarily sex.
3: So, like, in high school...
1: Yeah, I, I, was, ta- yeah, I was probably... Um, if you were comparing to compare me to a familiar character, if you've ever seen the Roseanne TV show, um, the character Darlene was probably most similar to me.
3: So, 16 years in the biz. hmm What's going to happen where you see yourself in five years from now, 10 years from now?
1: Well, my production company is becoming more and more established. We were nominated for a VN award, then X's Awards this year. We won our first award at Nightmoves. So I'm really hoping to become more established as a production company in the industry. I would really like it to be more of a staple to have wide Fi productions in your DVD collection. Um, also, I have been doing a lot of work on my YouTube channel, Sarah J. and uh, that's where I get to be a little bit funny, and I write comedy skits, and I am looking forward this year to um, doing some collabs with some, you know, more well-known uh, social media stars and Instagram uh, comedians. Really? So, that's, uh, that's, you know, really what I'm working on for the next few years, it's just, yeah, becoming more established in, uh, as a production company and becoming more established in, um, you know, just entertaining in
3: general. Well, uh, okay, let's get back to this. So you're doing comedy on, on YouTube.
1: Yeah, so, I've been doing it for a few years. I've got two channels, Will It Balance? And then my other channel is Sarah J. And I do skits on there and um, I write them and uh, jump off TV and myself. We uh, produce them through... Uh, YouTube.
3: Can you t- tell us tell us more about that? Like, give me give me give me like uh, what's your probably your funniest sketch you did? This is very interesting to me.
1: Well, one of my sketches, I don't remember how many million views it has, but it has quite a few views. Um, is uh, porn stars guide to etiquette, and I go over you know a list of pointers. Uh, what not to do when you meet your favorite porn star out in public.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's that's
1: probably one of the most popular ones. Another one that's recent that um, is gaining a lot of traction right now is uses for baby wipes.
3: (laughs) Okay, what's that about?
1: You know, I go through a list of different uses for baby wipes.
3: Hmm.
1: You know, everybody can use a baby wipe here and there and if you don't know why you need a baby
3: wipe make you should wash it. Sweet. All right, you know what? It's funny that you're saying that uh proper porn star etiquette. Um I've I've met two three and uh, I think Havana Ginger in two thousand and seven in Miami. I don't know if you ever have you worked with her or anything? No. Okay. I met her and it was I was actually pretty cool. Then I met someone that I know you worked with, um, Pinky and i was kind of yeah. i kind of froze when i met her but uh, you know she was
1: You said you froze when you met her?
3: Yeah, i kind of froze i, I didn't really know what i wanted to say and stuff like that cuz i was trying to show proof to my buddies that that was really her so i kind of froze but the reason why i'm talking about that is because um i in, i interviewed a male stripper and he told me <laughs> this he said that when females see him strip in the club they think that when they see him outside of the club they got the right to grab him anywhere they want and basically he could just be grocery shopping and because he's that stripper that they saw the night before or the week before the year before they can do whatever they want to now i'm thinking about you being the curvaceous hottie that you are Yeah, you're saying proper porn star etiquette. Has anybody crossed that line and tried to just, hey, Sarah J, and just try to smack you on the ass in public and stuff like that?
1: Oh, more than you could possibly imagine. My security is six foot by <laughs> 350 pounds.
3: Oh, God. So, you
1: know, I make sure that I'm safe at all times, but he's definitely had to have, you know, Put his hands on people before. Um, but the cool thing about my, uh, you know, little video on YouTube is that it doesn't just doesn't just apply to. Um, it doesn't just apply to porn star. It applies to all fans, like fan etiquette in general. Like there's, you know, a long list, and something applies to like any kind of celebrity that has any kind of fan at all. You've all had a fan that has done this one time, whether it's you know asked to take a picture with you. But then his phone doesn't work, or like, you know, all kinds of silly stuff. You know, we have it happen all the time.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: People, people, of times, guys don't have anything to say, you know, like, I just had that happen to me recently. A guy stopped me, and he was just like, there a day, and I'm like, yeah, and he just stared at me. It puts me in an awkward position, you know, more than anything, so I'm like, okay, now what? What do I say to this guy? He's
3: staring at me yeah because he's, he's right he's right
1: here at my face he just addressed me by name and he's staring at me and now
3: what <laughs> yeah but i mean in fair in all fairness to that guy i know he's probably just sitting back i probably thinking of every scene he ever saw you in he's probably thinking of
1: course <laughs> but what do i do well, it doesn't make the situation less far less you know awkward yeah. just because i understand it doesn't make it any less awkward
3: at all for anyone right 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 that's cool you sound i'm gonna be honest with you yeah you sound really cool i see why toyomi likes you so much because you sound real cool man i can be honest with you, you sound real cool uh yeah, I, I, Thanks, I, yeah. and i'm real interested I'm, I'm gonna be checking out a couple of your youtube sketches uh because when i think of sarah j uh youtube is not the the site i directly think to go to but you know i mean you can understand. well you
1: know Maybe one day it will be. You never know. Try, you know, things shift. Yeah. I, um, I am releasing a new YouTube video today. I do a little series about Sarah, Sarah J. goes does anal, where uh, I address things to really get in my ass. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
3: <laughs> so, so, okay.
1: Yeah, check it out on Sarah J. TV.
3: All right, okay. Let's get back to porn real quick. Is there anything that you don't do as far as that, as far as porn? Just
1: this... uh, yeah, of course. You know, one, one of my biggest limitations is I've never done anal so, and um, yeah, okay. there's some other things that I am not really that interested in doing.
3: Yeah, now, what about uh, what about kissing? Do you do you kiss?
1: Yeah, of course.
3: Because I heard some people say kissing is like intimate and they just try to keep it. If they don't kiss, then it's considered acting. But once you start kissing and then it's like it's more intimate and it kinda you know breaks that that, that barriers and stuff. But I don't uh, know how you feel I don't really
1: have intimacy issues That's no. not yeah, so it doesn't matter kissing
3: doesn't really affect me. Oh okay. So okay, um are you dating anyone? Does anybody have a chance yeah. <laughs>
1: No, I have um, you know, situation shifts. I guess they call them. I have situation shifts, oh. and uh, yeah, I'm very, I'm very happy with with my life just the way it is. I'm not looking for anybody, and um, I'm not, you know, committed. I'm in a really good place in my life, and I'm, I'm very happy.
3: Okay, uh, what's the what's the... I heard that the, the the industry is moving further from L.A. into Vegas. Um, are you doing a lot of? Do you do a lot of work in Vegas, or because because I heard the laws in L.A. or California is like more strict now. So. Um, well, they can be
1: more strict. It's, it's you know tumultuous in California because of Cal OSHA, but there's always been business in Las Vegas. I've never lived in Los Angeles. But I did live for seven years in Vegas, and there's plenty of work there. And now there's probably even more. It's um, it's definitely nice to be able to go back and forth between LA
3: and Vegas and have work in both cities. Yeah. Um, has there ever like give me some details on the dirty part of the business? Has it have you have you ever felt in a position where you might have felt like you might have been getting pimped? instead of just doing a video? Do those situations happen, or is it just strictly professional?
1: You, know, you don't have to be smarter than the person pimping you, right? Hmm. I mean, like, I have never been pimped because I've never allowed myself to be pimped because I've never found anybody that tried to tempt me that was smarter than myself
3: right now okay well, let me say like this so let's just say i don't know like i don't know how this business works but let's just say you're supposed to come in and do a scene and then all of a sudden you get paid whatever that amount is and then the director says hey my buddy is here here's an extra so-and-so so-and-so can you take care of him does that kind of stuff happen a lot or am i asking too many questions that don't happen?
1: oh no of course it happens
3: okay and that happens off so, o- off
1: oh, okay. absolutely um I, I would say probably more often when I first started, maybe than now, because when I first started, there was more production companies, and now there are less production companies, and the production companies that we have are bigger. Yeah.
3: So,
1: um, you know, there, there's all kinds of stuff being, that that happen, but you know, not everybody does it. Nice. Not everybody feels comfortable doing it. Not everybody is. is you know, right. some people have agents, some people have pimps, and their pimp won't allow them to do something like that. You know, some people have boyfriends or husbands or managers, Everybody's situation. of no uh, But i like, you know, thing that this is happening with everybody.
3: It's like for me, I always wanted to know the behind the scenes of, like, every business. I always wanted to know the behind the scenes. Like, how does that stop? When I interviewed Tayomi, the first question I asked her was like, How does a porn set smell? You know, I just and I, I I know it might have sound creepy, but I was like, I just really wanted to know. And she was like, "You got to understand this. Like, I think it was that whole OSHA thing. Like, it smells like a, like a, uh, a new car in there. You know, because you have to be so professional and all that. I just like to know the behind the scenes of everything. You know, I'm into that kind of stuff
1: yeah it's not that exciting it's, it's actually pretty boring behind the scenes i think most people would probably be amazed at how boring it is there's usually you know, somebody sitting around on their phone or like you know reading something um maybe asleep taking a nap you know like it's not really that exciting
3: no wow, that's crazy you know it's like just <laughs> i, I would thought it just been like a, a wild party you know, if you if you hadn't told me that, I would have just thought you'd come on But it's work. I mean, every time you go to
1: work, is it a wild party?
3: On Fridays, I can't tell you what I do for a living, but on Fridays and some yeah. Saturdays, it, it kind of is uh, after lunch. Yeah, sometimes it is. We bring drinks and stuff like this. There is drugs. Um, yeah. We, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, you know, we don't really do that on
1: set because <laughs> we're trying to get what's done and work efficiently. I don't think most people... You have to realize, like, we're dealing with the human body, so we're dealing with exhaustion. We also are dealing with, like, physical appearance. You want to look your best. You want to be at your peak performance. So if you introduce drugs or alcohol into a set, <laughs> it, it has a tendency to make your, your quality of your production go down. Not That's is definitely, you know, safe for, like, afterwards, for sure, you know? Like, if somebody wants to... You know, after work, go out and have some drinks or go out and party or whatever, just like any other industry. But, you know, even though it, it's not as formal as a lot of businesses, you know, during the, the work day, we're all trying to get work accomplished. And trying to get the best work done in the most efficient amount of time.
3: So hypothetically speaking, let's just say you're working with um, tomorrow, you're working with a guy named CB. And um, they show you his picture, and uh, how does that work? And say, they go, hey, we got we're gonna, Sarah J. You're gonna be working with a guy named CB today. What do you What do you ask? Uh,
1: has he done a lot of work for the company? And then
3: I ask the he test. Okay, okay, okay. You ask, does he do, has he done a lot of work for the company? I say, no, he.
1: Companies besides the
3: one about oh, yeah. okay no this is his first time working with uh, anybody you're gonna be his first, first person he works with
1: okay
3: is he been tested uh yes he has been tested recent, and how
1: recent
3: is his test Oh sorry what was that?
1: How recent is his
3: test? Uh recent uh yesterday
1: and I'm gonna get my rate in a check? Or cash the day of the
3: shoot. Yes, you will. But okay, now go back. Do you don't okay. care? Any, do you care anything else about the the performer you're about to work with? You want to know? Not what? a
1: thing. Not a thing. Because it's a job. I'm not here to fall in love. I don't give a fuck. It's my job. As long as he's tested, he's clean, and you know, I know what I'm about to walk into. I'm about to walk into a situation where I'm in control of the whole day. He will have no say in anything because he's brand new. So I'll be telling him what to do on set. I will be making him. It's going to be a lot of work for me. So I need to make sure that I am getting my full rate that I requested, which will be the top dollar versus the lower dollar. And uh, yeah, like I know what I'm walking into and I know that he's clean. I don't care.
3: Wow. That's how that works. Okay. So you don't want to see a picture of him or anything like that? I could care less. Really? Because, like, the, really. His, so his appearance doesn't affect the way you look or, or, or your performance or anything like that.
1: No, 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 this is a job.
3: This is my job. Wow. wow. I got to get over that concept that this is really a job. That is amazing. That is amazing. Okay, wow. Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: It, it's really a job to the point where I support my mother and my father and myself for the past 16 years. On my income from pornography alone.
3: Yeah. How does your dad feel about that?
1: He has no problems with it. He is appreciative that I want to take care of them.
3: Nice, nice, nice. Because, like, you know, he's a man like me. So has he seen your work before? Or has he seen anybody you worked with before? No,
1: my parents don't watch pornography.
3: Oh, okay. Nice. Not even your dad?
1: No, not even my dad. Never.
3: Wow he, wow. he doesn't have a computer. Oh, okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah, I've I've heard that um that uh they said as long as you have a camera, a transaction for sex, the difference between a transaction for sex being a pr- prostitution or a video is the fact if you have a camera or not. Is that true? So basically. You no, know,
1: that's actually not true because not only do you have to have a camera, you also have to have a model release a 2257 form you have to have a filming license
3: as well as a place to distribute your product wow so it's just not as simple as i'm saying come here to chicago i'm doing an amateur shoot uh here's 2500 or whatever your rate is and that's it it's more to it than that i have to have basically Correct. okay wow so these amateur guys they they're not really amateur These amateur productions and stuff like that—they're not really amateur, per se. Um, What? What amateur? Which ones
1: are you speaking of? I don't know you're talking
3: about. Well, no, I'm just saying in general. They say like this is an amateur video. It's not. When I think of amateur, I'm thinking about you know me shooting a scene with my cell phone. They're not really amateur. They actually have to have all the stuff that you just told me. They have to actually have a. Well,
1: just because they have all that paperwork doesn't mean that they're not amateur. Hmm. All productions, whether you are amateur, pro am, or professional, or even mainstream films, mainstream movies, commercials, anything like that, has to have a model release. If you're doing an adult production, you have to have a model release 2257, two forms of ID, as well as a. a you know destination
3: for your product you have to have a place
1: to distribute it nice and without those items then you're just a
3: solicitor <laughs> yeah yeah okay i got to stop believing what i see on tv that is crazy and stop believing what i read on these dirt sheets okay i didn't know that's amazing yeah i got i, I got to hand it to you miss sarah j you know <laughs> this this is why i like this My whole concept of these cave crushes it was just about interviewing models and to show that there's you know intellect besides the beauty and i gotta tell you interviewing you I'm jeez i've learned so much I'm, I'm being honest i've learned something i found out more about your personality you're into comedy and stuff like this is this is to me i don't know how you feel about it but to me it's enlightened it's a great interview for me because i'm actually learning something and i think that uh the guys that listen to this show are women, too. Uh, oh, by the way, my co-host, uh, Kat, told me to tell you that she thinks you are beautiful. Thank you very
1: much. I appreciate that. I'm, I love it. My, my lady Sandy is growing, finally. I love
3: it. Let me ask you this. One more question before I get into my final segue. Uh, if... Let's just say a couple, a married couple, been together for maybe 15 years or whatever like that, and they want to spice up their marriage. What scene from Sarah J would you recommend them watching to spice up their marriage for one night or whatever? Wow,
1: there's really so many of them because I love threesome. Threesome, Like threesomes are some of my favorite things. So I've really, really produced a lot of girl, girl, boy threesomes, and even quite a few boy, boy, girl. But, um, I don't know, maybe uh, one of my favorites, probably. I've had a lot of really fantastic threesome scenes with Ava Devine. So, pretty much any threesome scene Ava Divine has done is going to be really hot and passionate and just real. Plus, we're very good at what we do. And uh, we always pick really hot to work with. Hey, Valley.
4: How you doing? No, I'm a little late, but I just had to say. Out of all these scenes, one of my favorite is you and Pinky. Just had to say that.
3: Yeah.
4: <laughs> oh, really? <laughs>
3: Which one, man? Which That's scene? How many, how many? How many scenes have they done together?
1: Well, we've only done one girl-girl scene together, but the other scenes that we've done together were. Uh, girl Girl Boy
3: Oh okay How do you like Working with Pinky?
1: Um, it was different You know I, I like Pinky As a person She's, she's nice And um, we get along You know We're friends uh, Like you know Not like the kind of Friends that go Kick it every weekend But like You know We're friendly And we, we get along Good during a scene But um You know It's, it's not the it's, it's Not the most Passionate Like kind of Fall in love Like uh, scene ever
3: Hey, all right. I got a, uh, Veli, you know, we ask these questions for Cave Crush all the time, and I think this is the pr- most appropriate time to ask because we got the beautiful, and I already think I know the answer to the first question, Veli, so you got your questions ready, brother? You ready? These are just random questions, uh, Miss Sarah J. You re- uh, you ready, Veli? Oh, go ahead. All right, cool. Here we go, Miss Sarah J. Um, heels on or heels off? All right. Heels on, oh gosh. Hair up or hair down? Up. Uh, okay, okay. Two for two. To the side or take them all the way off? Uh, All the way off. Uh, wow. Yeah, I'm still hooked on heels on. I knew you were going to say heels on. Veli, go ahead, brother. What's your question?
4: Doggy style or reverse cowgirl?
3: Now that's a great question.
4: i doggy style.
3: Mm-hmm. Got another one, Veli?
4: Yeah, during during the uh, threesome, Sarah J, do you prefer uh, a female and a male or two men or two women?
1: I would prefer a threesome with two women. Nice. Me too, by the way.
3: (laughs) Me three. Who said that? All
4: right. (laughs) We have so much in common.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Miss Sarah J. Now she, uh, you missed it earlier, Bella. She told me what size uh, those breasts were. Uh, you said they were thirty six double D.
1: Yep.
3: Oh man, jeez. God, um, I love this job. A new favorite number. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. By the way, can you give us your full measurements, or we, or locker combinations that we call them?
1: I'm thirty six double D, which is like uh, forty one, I guess.
3: So 41 27 44 oh cow you hear that
4: man that's ridiculous that's hey, how- you know what you know what Sarah I know this is your you know one of the greatest the legend but one of the things that I actually love about your scenes you know when the few times that I watch you know during re- you know just for research
3: purposes. Yeah. yeah we only seen you a couple times
4: <laughs> is, that, is that tattoo on your back I love that tattoo on your back
1: thank you
3: what, what is Does it symbolize anything?
1: Oh yeah, there's uh, different symbols for all different parts of my life. I actually do a whole video about it on my YouTube channel, Sarah J TV.
3: Alright, hey Sarah J, okay. before we wrap this up, can you give everybody your social media? Absolutely.
1: You can check me out on Twitter, Sarah J X. Instagram is official Sarah J or the real Sarah J.
3: Thank you. Alright. Sarah J, thanks for going Inside the Cave.
2: Thank you. Big dogs Country Rap Tune of the Week. Big dogs Country Rap of the Week. It's
4: your boy, Big Dog, and I'm going Inside the Cave on the Cave Podcast. With Big Dogs Country Rap of the Week. Inside the Cave. Let's just say can
2: custom t-shirts the
3: midwest hustles harder mad cell inc midwest hustles harder the midwest dopest at mad cell inc on instagram your local addict's favorite hustler it's time
2: for international d's uga of the week on inside the cave So we try to get back to you know these ugas i i don't know my, my, my main thing right now, I've been, I've been hearing a lot of stories, especially these women out here that's, you know, basically collecting, you know, money in different ways, whether it be child support, government, or whatever, but they're not taking care of their kids, you know? Yeah. And, you know, this is near and dear to me, you know, because I got some issues. I've, I've, I've had instances with this or whatever, and, you know, I think people work hard, you know, and at the end of the day, you know If you're not going to take care of anybody You need to at least take care of your kids
3: We agree, sir
2: And I think we all We all, we all got children, you know And, and some, some some are married, you know And some are, uh, some are not Some have never been married But, you know When you have children, you need to put your kids first And, you know, I'm, I'm just looking at the news You know, you see different instances Of kids being abused And women put in Men in front of their children, and and, and the, the children are out there suffering. And it, it's just, it's upsetting, you know. So these are my ugas right here, man. Like you, if you can't take take care of your kids, then they don't fucking have them. It's very simple. Wrap it up. Right. You know, ain't no what's going on down in ATL. You know, we we talk about diseases and everything. Yeah. But I think it's a it's a damn disease. If you feel like you can bring a child into this world, but yet you, you can't take care of it, you rather go buy yourself a pair of Jordans. Right. You go get your hair done. You rather go get your nails done. You rather go wear some pink from Victoria's Secrets. Like, get your ass out of here. You a damn Uga.
3: Not that there's anything wrong with girls who wear pink. I happen to find that pretty sexy.
2: You know what? <laughs> yeah, you know what? Especially with bacon, they can actually fit the shit.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: People get started on that. The ones that walk around with this shit. And it's like, hey, I'm mad at Victoria's Secrets. I'm caught up with Uber too for making that shit and goddamn Triple X.
3: Ain't nothing sexy about that shit. <laughs> <laughs> damn D. <All> right, well, <laughs> damn
2: man, they be making these. Hey, you go in there, you see these big ass ass. Hold on now. I know y'all trying to, you know, be friendly to everybody, but ah, right, damn, that shit is not sexy. And y'all meant to be sexy.
3: Mm-mm. Well, I guess we could say international D is back.
2: Also, man, that's the other thing. I gotta put that out. Since we're on topic, of Victoria's secrets. So I've been in the store a couple of times, you know. And why is it, and, you know, women think if they wear that damn lotion, that shit make them sexy too, but yet they busted as hell.
3: Mm. Tell us how you really feel, brother.
2: Just, so, on some on some personal shopping? What's up? On some personal shopping? On some personal shopping? Yeah, man, I, 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 nah, I'm I, not going to go there with you today, Joe. I'm too tired
4: for that shit. <laughs> I'm just saying, you said you was at the stove. You ain't you was somebody, I'm just saying, let the people know. <laughs> my, my, why are you worried about my dick, Joe? Come hey, on. that's what you want, oh. it's fine with everybody. You know what I'm saying? If uh.
3: that's what you like, that's cool. <laughs> well, D, D, you sound like you're pretty down. Let, let me see if I can help pick you up. Uh, I do this thing uh, called CB's The Joke of the Week. Let me see if I can help you out brother uh, A Jewish boy Asked his father for $50 The father replies 40 What do you need $30 for? Get it? I'm here all week
2: You got the right reaction of nothing That shit was
4: stupid <laughs> Exactly <laughs> We both go into the Into the insensitive jokes
3: Alright well, how about this one uh, D He's
4: not finished with his old week,
3: is he? I'm trying to cheer him up.
4: Shit.
3: I'm trying to cheer him up, man. What's the What's the word that starts with N that no one wants to call a black person? Necklace. No, a neighbor. <laughs> Get it. <laughs> I'm here
2: all week. Uh-huh. A neighbor. You stole joke. Nah, I just
3: thought he was talking about
2: some personal shit. All right, man. Oh shit!
3: Trying to cheer you up, man.
2: Well,
4: see, let me see. Hey, D, you been to Iraq, haven't you? Man, go ahead,
2: man.
4: <laughs> huh? No, nah, I ain't been nobody's Iraq, man. No. Oh, my bad. I thought you been to Iraq, man. I know you. So you know
2: you been everywhere. My bad. I've been on the border. That's about as close as I've been.
0: Hey, can I wish happy birthday to International Day?
3: Oh well, happy birthday, brother!
0: Come on, you gotta do a better job,
4: CB. We supposed to have jokes ready for his ass on f- the show. I really
3: it's forgot right it was his birthday.
4: We supposed to roast him. All right, well, he, I didn't
3: well here you go, D. Here's a here's a riddle for you. A Mexican, a Cuban, and a Chinese guy are riding in a, a are riding in a truck. Who's driving? My
4: guy.
3: Immigration. Oh, Get it. I'm here all week. <laughs> hey, D. <laughs> Yeah,
4: man. What are three words you dread the most while making love? Honey,
3: I'm home. Nah, that's terrible, Belly. If you're gonna do it, you better do it right. Hey, D, how many Mexican? How many Mexicans does it take to change a light bulb? How many, CB? Just one. Get it? I'm here all week.
1: Hey D yeah. <laughs> Hey I was waiting for uh, Joe and Dom to say that Man I
4: can't
2: take
3: it <laughs> <laughs> Alright man Back like
2: to kill yourself and start over Alright <laughs> Alright all right, D you,
3: you're dismissed, all right, D, you, you're dismissed. <laughs> Happy birthday D Happy birthday D Alright
4: birthday boy You gonna roast your ass though in a minute
3: Yeah, yeah yeah, I forgot today. Okay.
2: <laughs> Fuck y'all. Later. <laughs> All
3: right, man. Hey, CB. Yo.
4: What's so good about an Ethiopian blowjob?
3: <laughs> What's so good about it?
4: You just know she'll swallow.
3: Boom. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> now it's time for our favorite part of the show. Tell me something. do
2: America will finally have someone to look up to. His name is Joe Dirt.
4: Oh, Joe Dirt in the building. With the best segment on the K podcast. Tell him something, Joe!
0: When inside
4: the case. What up to the millions of listeners everywhere? To all my dirt sheeters. Everybody who feels like this is the best part of this podcast and the best part of their life. I appreciate it. <laughs> So I got a story right here that uh, I found in the depths of the internet. It's the only part of the internet that you can really believe because some of the stuff ain't real on there. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, the headline reads, Pastor orders female members to remove underwear so God can enter their bodies. Wow.
3: I got to be a pastor one day, man. I'll tell you, (laughs) in my next life, I'm going to be a pastor.
4: You should do that.
3: Jesus.
0: You repeat that, Joe? CB, you want to be a shady pastor in your next life? In
3: my next life, man. This life is going pretty good for me, but my next life, I'm gonna go ahead and just do it. I mean, yeah,
4: we can we start our own church, CB. We can get paid.
3: In our next life, not this life. In our next, our next life,
4: life. Yeah. right. So this Kenyan pastor um, raised a few eyebrows with his unorthodox suggestion of having his female congregants remove their bras and underwear before coming to church. Amen brother <laughs> So that Christ can freely enter their bodies oh, With his spirit Talk to him mm-hmm.
1: uh,
4: That a pastor The name of the church is the Lord's Propeller Redemption Church in Kenya <laughs> Reportedly p- Refers to undergarments as Ungodly and yeah. I think I happen to agree With that uh, Now the bible told minister called to call together a meeting With church officials And allegedly discuss banning Undergarments, because people need to be free in the body and spirit free. in order to receive Christ. That's right. Talk to him, cat. Do you want to receive Christ? Do you want to receive him? <laughs> not proving his female yeah. congregants about the evils of skivvies, skivvies. or undergarments. Okay. The God-fearing pastor spoke of the damnation they will suffer, damnation, if they, if they dare not to go bare underneath. So you're going to hell if you were Bra's and panties. Take that bra off, cat. Take it off. In true fashion, the church's female population came to church without their underclothes on. Nice. There we go. Nice. There we go. Sister. Spiritual taking. Nice. There we go. So sister. that pastor uh, gets my distinguished dirty gentleman of the uh, week award. I think he's a great
3: guy. What you think, CB? Uh, You know, I told you, my next life, man, he is, see, I tell you, I'm going to tell you like this. Now, is this guy black or white? He's
4: black. He's a Canadian pastor.
3: Yeah, Yeah. it doesn't surprise me. See, this is my issue with black pastors. I only know one good black pastor. I know a lot of people are going to get pissed off, but I only know one, one decent pastor good black pastor and I'm not going to even tell you his name because I don't even want the church filling up with a bunch of people because I want to keep them to myself I only know one uh, you know he's not the only guy doing it most of these pastors are full of shit that's right I said it most of you pastors are full of shit you can come on this podcast and sit with us have a few drinks because most of you guys are full of shit as a matter of fact I'm going to say it 95% of you pastors are full of shit go ahead Joe Hey, you said it all. I, I tell you, they are. They are. Most of them are full of shit. It's, it's all the money but stuff. But I went back
4: on that man church,
3: though. Yeah, yeah. Now, back to that. <laughs> now, back to that. Back to the subject at hand. You're right. Now, in my next life, when I do become a crooked pastor like the most, like the rest of these guys in Chicago, I'm going to try that. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to try that.
4: Yeah. Hey, you already got some deacons, brother.
3: Yeah. Mostly. How you feel about that, Cap? Mostly you going to come
4: to our church? Um, I'll visit like on first Sunday or something, but I'm gonna sit in the back though.
0: First Sunday gonna
4: be the shit at our church. Damn, Joe. Damn. Take off your bra and get a blessing. I mean, a blessing. (laughs) Exactly.
3: Oh, yeah. And you agree, Kat? Most of these pastors are full of shit.
0: Yes, I agree wholeheartedly that people are take. I, I you know, CB. I listened the other day when, when you was listening uh when we were listening to the the promo, and you were talking about your pastor having a beer with you and all that. And I kind of gave it some thought, and I really like. I don't know if like I want my pastor to be dressed up on a pulpit. Like I feel like that's the snake oil. That's the pastor that I really don't want to. Kick you with. Like, that's a little creepy. Any pastor that's telling me that I have to do something with him in order to receive some sort of salvation or something is kind of creepy. Like, I don't want to, you know, have to take nothing off or give you all my money or, you know what I mean? Like, it's just too, you asking for too much for you to be the, the, the one talking to the Lord. For me, I really ain't got to do all that much.
4: Mm. Catch you can't come now, our The only way you're getting a uh, healing is if you come in and what, a uh, little. You got to come in half naked. You got to reveal something to get some healing.
3: And that is our.
0: And
3: an open shirt. Huh? Uh-huh. Cat might come to
4: church wearing stockings and slips and shit on dress.
3: No, no. that is our church in our next life, not this life. No slips allowed. Not, not this <laughs> life. Remember.
4: Instead of passing oh, offering, yeah. repassing the trays, collecting pennies and bras. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Take it off. Wow. All right, we. Oh, a... I said that. Yeah, you said that, brother. We had a pretty good show today. All right, Velly Belly, Bell, let's wrap it up. What you got, brother? Hey,
4: I got something for you in the interest of dirty racist jokes. Oh. I got one for you. You do. Uh, I got a couple for you just so I can spread the love and people don't get mad.
3: Yeah, you know we did this earlier, right?
4: But you kicked us off the mic. Asked me if I had a sponsor.
3: Oh, okay. I'm sorry about that. Go ahead. Sorry about that. Nah,
4: yeah. I don't want to talk to you no more, Belly. <laughs> help me
3: out here. Okay.
4: What would Martin Luther King be if he was white? Who would he be? Alive. Alive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of saw that one coming. Damn, <laughs> yeah,
3: you know i Now, look, everybody that's listening to this, if we offended one person, then we apologize. But if we offended nah, everybody If we offended everybody Then we're just doing our jobs Because <laughs> the racially <sighs>
4: We're doing our jobs We the, love our brown. Shout out our Mexicans Because the
3: racially insensitive joke Doesn't discriminate We want to talk about everybody Now anybody have a gay joke
4: <laughs> Hey, hey, hey You know what, you know what CB? Hold on, I got one Since it's D's birthday Uh oh Let's do one for D
3: You got a gay joke for D?
4: No, I have a I have a racially joke A racial joke for D, you know, since he's Light-skinned it okay. How many light-skinned guys Does it take to help an old lady Cross the street?
3: <laughs> How many?
4: None, they're too vain <laughs> Oh Sorry D They're probably looking in the mirror or something
3: Alright, you guys, man You guys just took my little segment and just yeah, wore it out now. Yeah, we boring. just
4: really talked about man. my uh, story from last week. That was a true story.
3: <laughs> that shit was wrong, Joe. <laughs> 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 all right, man. It's
4: your boy Velly to all my waywarders out there. Let's wrap this show up. Y'all about ready?
3: You're ready. Let's
4: go. All right, let's knock these out real quick, people. Thanks again for listening. Did D Skype us from an ozone layer?
3: <laughs> Wait. Wait, what? Because I didn't
4: see him at all. Anybody see his teeth, eyes, or anything? His light-skinnedness?
3: No, man, I didn't see nothing. D
4: did some deep suntan and sun baby. <laughs> Damn. Did Kat just do an interview for a new job while she was recording with us? Yeah, we're going <laughs> to talk about
3: that. Kenneth, go fuck yourself. Wait. Exactly, Way. I, I second
4: that. Mark. <laughs> Wait what, what, Kenny? Did D and Dog hang up on our Skype show?
3: Yeah, what happened to the dog, man? <laughs> wait wait what? What?
4: what? Hey, was that Larry from Texas or Danny from Europe that ran the train in Vegas? Uh, <laughs> oh shit! Wait, wait. Hey, what? <laughs> Did CB Joe and Valley just convert to Kenyan
3: pastors? <laughs> <laughs> pretty much in our next life
4: nah, in our next life people wait, <laughs> wait
3: what, what?
4: <laughs> and besides having Kat and Miss Sarah J and for the breasts I mean best breasts that we've seen was this possibly one of the driest shows we've did in a long time
3: <laughs> wait, you think
4: so wait, what <laughs> <laughs> I
3: thought it was pretty good man <laughs>
4: and that wraps up today's episode
3: people that was the wrap up with Vellyvel the wrap up with Bellyville. ain't no stopping us all right man the show wasn't that bad i thought it was pretty good man you know what you know what we got to give credit to uh to that engineer we got on this show i tell you what that guy he he, he edits the show so good i mean it sounds like a million bucks once he gets done, so I want to say give a shout out to that to our brilliant engineer on the show. He's a great guy. He's underappreciated. You you do hell of. Shout out to Hollywood said with another
4: no call no show.
3: Yeah, nah, he
4: been he been fired. I think
3: he's trying to check on <laughs> that fraternity test.
4: Damn, he's in <laughs> California with
3: folks in there <laughs> Yeah, folks in them grabbed him up. Took I want to shout out our
4: two new interns.
3: Uh, who was that? The kittens? They know who they are. You talking about the kittens? Hey, now you made a leave. <laughs> <laughs> Hollywood
4: said in uh, International Day in Vegas.
3: Hey, you, why, why, why y'all making <laughs> ex Y'all making everybody leave, man. Everybody just signing off. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. All right, man. Y'all catch us, man. Yeah, follow us on uh Instagram, Inside the Cave. Shout out to Roland, three Leaf Films. Three Lee Films. Mike. <laughs> And everybody else, Google us inside the cave podcast, and we'll catch y'all last next week on Inside the Cave.
1: Inside the Cave.
4: Inside the Cave. Inside the Cave. Inside the Cave. Inside the Cave. You're on the number one show inside the Cave. Three Lee Films.